0: Hey there, what's up? It's your girl, Olivia, coming at you with the steps you need to take to uplevel your mental health game, because that's how we go from just surviving to full on thriving. All right. Oh my goodness. Happy February. What's up? <laughs> um, in today's episode, we are going to be talking about how to mentally cope with physical pain. Now, this is like not a topic I've ever talked about before on this podcast, but it's very relevant. And honestly, it's very relevant to better mental health. It's very relevant to self empowerment because sometimes we just don't have a choice but to endure some physical pain, and so I wanted to give you some mindset tips and things like that for how to cope with that, how to get through that, um, so it doesn't become, you know, a hindrance on on your daily living. So that's what we are going to get into today. I do want to, of course, shout out. Um, our Simply Happy members, which is over on Patreon. So if you haven't already done that, you can go to www.simplyolly.com slash podcast, and you can, for $5 a month, support the show. And I want to shout out Akash for being a Simply Happy member. And yes, we only have one, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to shout that person out. Thank you so much. You're incredible. And I, <laughs> I hope more of you um, come along and help to support the show and get some goodies too um, when you do. So... Yes, I wanted to do that. And then also, if you haven't already, please uh, take a moment, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening, and if you have the ability uh, to leave a review, that would be incredible as well. All right, let's get into the show. I'm going to sing. Okay, so so the reason I want to talk about this topic is because it's it, it's been something that is so relevant for me in le- my life, and so I do want to preface this episode with, like, Acknowledging that I understand, like I don't know, like I understand everybody has a different threshold for pain. Um, I I do believe that's something that you can exercise and and take to a different level if you so choose. Um, but of course, you know I I haven't experienced all the kinds of pains, uh, chronic or or you know otherwise that like exist out there. So so I want to just put that forward and being like you know I'm gonna speak from my personal experience. Um, from what I've done personally for, for like through how I help my my own children cope with pain um, all of these kinds of things so I, I really am speaking from my perspective but these are things that work um and I you know it, it's they 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 work <laughs> not just for me but for other people as well so I'm just wanting to start this out with that understanding of like I I get that there may be something that you experience that I'm not Going to have any understanding of. Um, however, with that being said, um, I am, I am, I'm a very long friend of physical pain. We know each other very well. <laughs> um, you know, through like my earliest days of you know the not so shiny moments of dealing with um, self harm and and self uh, you know abuse and. I, I've, I've, I've mentioned it on the show before, but I do, I do think it's like, I want to, I'm, I'm always going to be open and honest here on this podcast. And so, you know, for me, self-harm looked a lot like self-mutilation. It was about inflicting physical pain, whether that was through um, punching things with my fists until they bled, bashing my head into walls, whether it was carving into my skin, you know, for long lengths of time. Um... Or or punching my own body um, to create bruises and uh, and other things like that. It was it was very much about inflicting physical pain for me. It wasn't a quick release, to say the least. Um, you know, and so I've I've had all that experience um, in my past. Now, did I cope with that? Well, no, no, I did not. So so I will say that, and it's you know I'm I'm grateful to um, have come back from, from such a, a, a tough spot in my life. And if that's something that you do, um, Struggle with, uh, please kind of dive back in the episodes. Um, Apple Podcast may not have all of them, so definitely go to my website, the link I mentioned before, because um, that has all the way back to episode number one. But I do, forgive me, I can't remember what episode it is, um, but I do have an episode talking specifically about self harm and and how to help yourself through that. So please go check that out if that's something you're struggling with. Um, but you know, later on in my life, you know, I. I endured uh, twelve days of padromal labor, which is you know full blown contractions um, for twelve days straight, and I was out and about. I went to an aquarium. I went to a like like a party or like a gathering, um, it, it, enduring contractions that entire time. And when you experience that kind of pain for that long, you just actually kind of learn to cope with it. Um, and and even to now and today, um, currently, the irony is uh, today has been one of my intense uh, migraine days. So it's been, you know, this this back and forth of um, having really intense migraines. Um, I had one right before I started recording. It's kind of we're getting through it. Um, but, you know, I, I deal with uh, tinnitus, which is ringing in both my ears, and hyperacusis, which is uh, pain in both my ears because of sound. And with those things combined, I now have a sensory sensitivity. So if I literally think too much, I'm watching too much of something or uh, hearing too much of something, I can get basically like a sensory overload that uh, causes me migraines. Um, And so, you know, it's like we can let those things stop us and and... (laughs) Carry us down, and by no means is this episode an episode of saying "suck it up and get through it" because it's not. <laughs> please, please don't think that's what this is going to be. Um, but you know, it, it's it. We can we can sit. In our own puddle of pity, and I will call it that because I have sat in it, <laughs> and that's that's what it was kind of like for me, um, we can sit in that space and feel bad for ourselves and let it uh, hinder us from enjoying life and and let it become this bigger meaning about who we are and what we're capable of and what we're not capable of. Um, and, you know, I think it's I think it's very powerful for us to play with and exercise the amount of strength we actually can have through our own mentality—it's—it's um, it's kind of mind-blowing, honestly. And um, so, you know, I wanna—I wanna go ahead and start to talk about a few different ways that you can actually start to mentally cope with physical pain, because I know um, I've personally have students that uh, that have, you know, chronic chronic pain, or you know, they're they're dealing with. Um, uh, random uh, flare-ups that are uncomfortable of physical pain. Whether that you know is re- it, it could be related to so many different things. Um, so I'm not not even going to go down that rabbit hole. Um, but you know, it is something that we can support ourselves through um, as much as possible. You know, not to say it's going to be like, boo. Um, it might be. You might get to that point, and sometimes uh, it is for me. I've 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 gotten myself out of the pain of like a toothache even so I I will not say anything is impossible (laughs) um you know when we when we really uh focus in on our our mentality and our mindset and what we're doing in that space um along with of course other factors it's not just mindset that we're going to talk about here but it is a big factor of it so let's let's get into it um First things first, of course, this is less mind, more body, but, um, breath work, like I have to, I have to mention this, um, because breathing is, is such a, is such a powerful tool that can be incredibly underestimated. Um, and it's literally like coping with pain 101 that I teach my kids. <laughs> um, and it's something that I do myself. So anytime anybody gets hurt, my child literally just got stabbed in the foot today by a Lego, like Yoshi's tail straight up punctured my kid's heel And I was like, oh, man. And, you know, so it's like we acknowledge the pain. We understand that it hurts. We're not trying to discredit that by any stretch. Um, But, you know, we always really try to focus on deep breaths in, deep breaths out. And we try to, as we do it, you know, at first it's going to be like... (gasps) like it's really like it's like you're really just trying to kind of release that energy and then we from there you know we call it like a dragon breath and then from there we slow it down into like more of like a sloth breath and so like you know just because cute kid things but um you know we let it out with really like real intensity and I do this too when I get hurt um and then we begin to slow it down and just kind of control what we're feeling through our breathing um without uh you know I, I've noticed especially with my kids, I've noticed it with myself too, but really with my kids is there is this tendency for when we feel pain um dude, even in labor, I felt this, but like um, when we feel pain, there tends to be this go to to hold the breath to like. <laughs> like to just hold on to it. Not that you needed to hear what holding breath down like, <laughs> but, but you're welcome. Uh, but we tend to hold on to it, grit our teeth, and maybe that's why I have jaw issues. Uh, but we grit our teeth and we just kind of bear it. I mean, it's literally an expression, like grit your teeth and bear it, right? Let's let's not do that because there is energy that needs to be released from your body. Like it needs to get out, and a really great way to do that is through breath, Um you know, of course, we can take physical actions, too, but, you know, it's not always the best answer of, like, when you stub your toe, like, to punch a wall because then you can, like, inflict more pain. Uh, take it from somebody who knows. Um, so, you know, coming back to that that breathing, and it is a practice, and it is something that you have to, like, really intentionally remind yourself of, Um you know, sometimes if I really get hurt, like I'll let out a sound first and then I'll go into my breathing. But I, I always try to remember, you know, I don't have, my mom is not around the corner. Like I am for my kids being like, okay, deep breaths. Like, like, like I'll do it with them. But, um, that is something to really, you know, if you're not practicing that, oh dude, please, you know, like practice that. Um, make a, make a habit out of it. And it's something that you can, of course, you know, we're talking about physical pain here, but even if you're experiencing something stressful or emotionally painful, you can apply breath work to that. Um, it's nothing fancy. Like you don't need an app. You don't like just breathe in. If you can through your nose, I have a, like just constantly stuffy nose. So like for my... (laughs) hard-to-nose breathers. You know, you can still use your mouth. Um, Don't count it out. But, you know, just taking those deep breaths as deep as you can, making them slower if you can, making them longer if you can. I understand that if you have already breathing difficulties, this might be a little tougher. Um, But, you know, finding a way that works for you um, to get through it. Okay, and then Next, I'm going to talk about visualization, um, and this can be really helpful. I mean, it can be helpful in like a like a quick moment for sure. Um, but this is kind of this is more for like those moments where you have hiccups. No, this is more for those moments where you have like longer, um, extended periods of physical pain. Because at that point, you kind of are like, yeah, I've 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 done the breathing, Olivia but we're like three hours in, <laughs> I'm still hurting. So, you know, this is really where I feel like visualization comes in at its strongest is when we've kind of exerted everything that we can um, and we kind of need something else to help us. Um, and and so for this can look like anything. It can literally look like, um, you know, using visualization to, to make the pain kind of... Uh, focus it like where you can like really kind of pinpoint it because a lot of times when we're feeling pain it can feel like it's all over can feel like it's everywhere um and so you know just getting really like you know being like getting very like real I guess with your visualization is a way that you can do it where like when I have a migraine I can sit here and close my eyes and be like I have an intense pressure and throbbing behind my left eyebrow um you know, like that's where I feel it. And sometimes it like extends up, like it feels like a little vein that extends up and goes even higher. Um, but we can kind of like pinpoint it. Um, and that way it kind of isolates it to one part of the body. And then what you could even do from there is I have had, when I've had migraines or toothaches or, um, back pain or like any other kinds of pains, Um, like when I had to walk on, like when I had like a weird pain in my ankle and had to walk on a cane for a while, Um, that like pain that literally came out of nowhere for absolutely no reason that I knew of, Um, you know, you can start to visualize even things like an ice pack or like a cool blue light or, um, you know, uh, like a, you know, you can get creative with like almost a, a way of relieving that sensation or easing that sensation. Um, I tend to I tend to do like a color and like a and and focus on like a cooler feeling. And so I'll visualize that. I'll close my eyes and really kind of intentionally see that and feel that and allow myself to be in that. Um, I understand that that's something that might not always be like long lasting. It might kind of, dissipate as you have to get out of that visualization um, but you could always come back to it um, sometimes even if i'm feeling like a sensory overload per se um like this is where this is where i'm i mixed like the the witchy bit of me with uh with the part that loves mindset but i'll visualize like a bubble around myself um, and just kind of in that bubble, you know, create a space for myself that feels calmer and maybe like feels like it has lavender and it's just chill vibes in there and everything that feels busy or bustling or whatever that might be is outside of that bubble. And sometimes that actually really works to kind of ease that physical pain for myself. Um, And so this is something that, of course, you can play with, you can explore, but I'm just encouraging you to kind of exercise, um, you know, the capabilities of your mind and because sometimes we can surprise ourselves i mean like one time i was like there's no way i'm going to be able to handle a toothache like it's a toothache (laughs) like i'm not going to be able to ease the pain of a like a sharp searing toothache um and yet i i laid there and i you know i did some breathing but i really focused on the visualization and it actually dissipated the pain of the toothache and i was just i blew my mind um And so it's just something that we should allow ourselves to play with and explore. And it's, you know, and it is whatever you want to believe it is, whether, you know, whether it's mindset or it's God or it's magic or whatever you want to, you know, or it's energy, however you want to, you know, bottle that baby up for yourself, uh, you know, do it however it it becomes more uh, believable to you. I don't think there's anything wrong with that um, if we can support ourselves through some through some pain. And then, um... You know, lastly, there's like kind of this is like a two parter, but um, you know, adaptation is really important. So we've talked about breath work, we've talked about visualization, um, but adaptation as well. You know, and I want to talk about this from a physical and a mental aspect. And from the mental aspect, it really is about not feeding into any stories of, oh, woe is me, or, you know, why does this have to happen to me, or, oh, I have this thing, it's always in my way, you know, whatever that more, like, I'm always the person that gets hurt. Um, You know, making sure not to perpetuate those stories. Um, and, And again, to play with you know how we view our pain we can see it in so many different ways um and you know I'm I'm grateful for the these sense like the way that I even for myself frame these sensitivities and frame these migraines is I'm like okay this is my body's way of talking to me and encouraging me to slow down it's giving me a signal when I'm overthinking or even when my like currently right now my back and my hips are killing me <laughs> and my my body is literally expressing like hey like, let's stretch, like, let's move, let's, you know, let's nourish our body with some movement. And so for me, I view it as a way of my body talking to me and expressing things like that. Um, And I see it as a point of value, rather than as a point of struggle. Um, And that's just something I have chosen for myself. Because, you know, as as I told you with the self harming, you know, that was that was fueled by by struggle. And, um, you know, just all the things. Um, so I just, I, I won't allow myself to feel victimized by pain that I'm experiencing. No matter what form it comes in, I'm going to do my absolute best to move through that. And, you know, do I want to discredit it? No. You know, I still express to the people around me, and this is, this is a fine line I want to express to you. There's a fine line I have been walking, because for me, it's always been, You know, oh, we need to and I think it is for a lot of people is like, oh, we have to it has to be this dramatic show in order to get people's attention and and express to them that we need support. And so there's this fine line I have been I I feel like it's like a what is it one of those like uh, high wires (laughs) where it's like you're learning to like have this balance um, on this wire, but um, where it's like, I don't want to discredit. Uh, This pain that I'm feeling that nobody else is going to know that I have. I don't want to pretend like it's not existent, um, but I also don't want to feel victimized by it. And so I do express when I'm hurting, um, like... You know, even tonight, normally I sit down and I record an entire month of podcasts at one time. And I even told my husband, I was like, you know, tonight I'm going to record one episode because I do, I do have a migraine and um, I do want a little bit of space afterwards that I just want to be in, you know, silence. And so I do my best to communicate that pain without feeling like I have to be like, oh, my head hurts so bad. Can you just leave me alone for a while? Because I used to do that. So there are a lot of things that we can do mentally, and how we view things through our perspective, how we choose our words, um, and this is something that you know I'm you know I've been creating my my newest program, Wordcraft, um, and word choice is a powerful thing, and that's what I'm teaching in that in that program is how to utilize your language to transform your life for the better. So. I just I will let you know if you're interested in that and, and really honing your thoughts and your word choices, uh, you can go to my website and find the programs and uh, go get on the wait list for that. But, um, you know, we can we can really change the way that we are handling what we're feeling through, you know, how we're navigating it mentally. Um And then the other form of, you know, adaptation, of course, is physical. So, you know, if my if I feel like my body is expressing to me, hey, I hurt. I need, you know, I need space. I need uh, to put on maybe some noise canceling headphones and let myself rest for a bit. Or I need to go stretch my body and do some yoga or I need to not eat that food. Like sugar totally messes me up. It literally hurts my mouth. It hurts my head. It hurts my stomach, Um, you know, and so it's like there is this physical aspect of like, well, what can I do? You know, can I get more sleep? Can I create space for myself? Can I eat different things? Um, could I avoid certain things? Um, not that we want to necessarily avoid all the things, but you know, can I can I switch it for something else? There you go. Um, you know, what can I do physically to support my body? And maybe it is, you need to go see a doctor. Maybe, you know, whatever it might be, but I, you know, I am here teaching self-empowerment. So like, I'm going to, I'll leave it at that. And then, you know, you, you do with it what you will. I don't want to tell anybody like, don't go to a doctor. <clears throat> um, sorry, I just coughed in your ear, but you get what I'm saying. There is this physical aspect of, you know, there are things we can shift or change in the actions that we're taking in the choices that we're making that can very massively impact the pain that we're experiencing, Um, you know, it doesn't, it it is going to help to navigate things on the mental level, but if there are physical things that you can do, why, why would you not, you know, why would you not take that extra step, um, to, to do that? And I'm probably going to go stretch after this episode and then, you know, sit and read a book for a minute and give myself one task to focus on. So this migraine will go away (laughs) or ease up, um, along with the other mental things we just talked about. Uh, so, you know, I hope, I hope you found these helpful. Um, you know, there are, there are so many ways we can mentally cope with physical pain, 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 pain. And I just, I want to encourage you to, continue to explore that. Um, and and not just explore it, but explore it in different settings. You know, if I can't take the space, and I'm around my kids, how can I help myself through a, a migraine? Or how can I help myself through a sensory overload? Or my dog barking and it causing pain in my ear? You know, like, it's, it's those things of like, okay, that's great. In this setting, I can navigate it this way. But Maybe if you have to go to work, you have to navigate it a different way. Um, And so there are different ways we can mentally cope in different situations around different people, um, whatever that might be. So I just want to encourage you again to explore and to play and to not feel like you don't have options. uh, Because honestly, I feel like we have way more options than we might be led to believe or we give ourselves credit for. So. That's my little spiel for you today. And if you liked this episode, please spread the support by sharing on social or telling a friend about it through your face, phone, snail mail, or carrier pigeon. (laughs) You can also check out my free tools, books, and programs at www.simplyolly.com. The links are down in the show notes. And I just want to say thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep saying Simply Awesome, I'll keep saying Simply Ollie, and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye.